You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 311. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode (laughs) (laughs) at thejoyjunkie.com slash 311. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. <laughs> Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. <laughs> Giggles. We got the giggles. I I can't with you today. You can. I, I can and I will. You can and you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, y'all. Oh, we're recording. Oh, we are. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. This, okay. You didn't see the flashing light in the, I did, our high-tech studio? I did not see that, no. You didn't? Well. Well, oh, there it is. Well, there it is. <laughs> well, there it is. So today we're talking about some pretty serious shit. We are. This is the Joy Junkie's Guide to Manifestation. Ooh. AKA How to Manifest Shit. Manifest Shit. And this I knew him. Oh, do you? Yeah, he's a cool guy. All right. I don't know where to take that, but <laughs> all right. So we're gonna talk about basic law of attraction and how it works, what it's all about, and how you can manifest more in your life. Who does not want that? The Steps are incredibly simple, but they are not easy. And that is why so many people don't continue on to create what they want in their life, whether it is a new job, more money, a partner, whatever it is that you want to accumulate, close friends, all of that is completely possible with these steps. There is also something that you really want to know about this episode in particular, which um, do you... Do you hear a little something? I do. What is that? Oh, it's getting a little louder. It's off in the distance, but it is getting louder. What oh, is that? Oh, oh whoa, what? It's up on our face now. Whoa! We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. That's <laughs> right, everyone. In it's, your face. It's a free shit alert. This episode comes packed With all sorts of freebies, you're going to have a really comprehensive set of worksheets so that you can actually get into action around these things. And there's a whole collection of screensavers that you can use for your computer, for your phone. There's a bunch of different sizes. Oh, wow. That's cool. That will have a very cool key phrase. We're going to talk about that a little bit more later. Nice. But it's, I'm trying to do everything to set you up for success because here's what happens. Most of the time with personal development, people accumulate it, they collect it, they stock Mm -hmm. up good ideas, and they don't do jack shit with it. You've probably heard me use this metaphor before. You cannot read a book on Pilates, all the books on Pilates, all the podcasts on Pilates, and get rockin' abs. What do you have to do? (laughs) 
Do Pilates. You have to hit the mat. You got to do Pilates. You have to hit the mat. You've got to start working out. You have to do it. And the same is true for the stuff that we talk about here today. So I wanted to make that as easy as possible. So to get all of your freebies, just go over to thejoyjunkie.com slash 311. You'll see a big button there where you can say, yes, give me my freebies. And it will send them directly to your inbox and you can use your screensavers, all of that stuff, but you have to promise me that you will actually do it and use those. All right? Yeah. Deal? Deal. Whew. Well, Whew. since I'm all worked the fuck up, maybe we should pass the mic over yeah, to you Yeah, give me some mic time over here. I should just call my tits here. Please, because they're all up on my face right now. I know, because they are huge. It's it's a, very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a segment we like to call... Would you rather? And today's would you rather is would you rather? <laughs> I just picture my boob like smacking, smacking you the, yeah. from way over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very distracting. Like a go-go gadget tit. And uh, I'm sure that everyone out there has a visual of it too. Mm-hmm. Now. You're welcome. You're, yeah. <laughs> Thank me now. Would you rather watch win compilations or watch fail compilations? Oh my gosh! I thought you said wind. Wind compilations. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, just a bunch of wind? Would you rather watch wind compilations <laughs> or earth compilations? Your voice is the yes. best. Oh, my Let's God. get down to earth on this subject. I would, I'm I'm going to have to go with winds. You do, You are? I have a really hard time with fails. You do? I, uh, if, I enjoy them both. That's I, why I thought this was such a hard one. Well, they're, I, as long as they're not massive injuries... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of when but like people falling through a trampoline, come on, that's those are hilarious. Fun. Those are so fun. No, I know your pain is hilarious. Yeah. No, I do agree with you. But the ones that are like roller skating accidents, or you know, there's, yeah, there's always a few in there. They're like, oh, and then their ankle is like completely tweaked. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not talking about Tosh. I have We're talking nightmares about, just... about that shit. Do you really? I do. I saw something on Twitter about a horse that had broken its ankles, and it was oh. a picture, and oh. I. Especially animals. I can't man. get hard. it out of my head. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, I don't want to see animal fails. These are human fails. I know, but even like when people, it's like skateboarding and they, they fall over and like crack oh, their nuts, you know? Yeah. And, you can imagine how men feel when they see it. Yeah. I, yeah. That's kind of stuff just, it's one thing when they're really funny. Yeah. Well, they're field compilations. You get a little bit of everything. But I can't, that's not fun for me when it's like, ooh. (laughs) Do you know? So you're going to go with win. I think I'm going to go with wins Mm. because I also am so emo and sensitive that when, when somebody does something amazing and they, they like, my favorite are when they do like, what's that thing when it's like a three pointer from the free throw line or something like that. A three pointer and a free throw are two different things. Okay. Well, the, the line that's, you get extra points. That's a free throw. In the basketball game. Uh, if the, the big one around the outside. Yeah, the, that one. Yeah, no. that's the three-pointer. Okay, that's the, so it's just three called three-point line. Three-point line. So my favorite is when they go to put, do the three-point and the clock runs out right then. The buzzer beater. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's nothing but net. And then it's like, like the <laughs> yeah, whole crowd. The place blows. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. the mascots jumping up and down. Like, that's my favorite. And that the is team the, dog piles on him. That is yeah. the only type of sport I'm up for. Okay. For the most part. But, yeah, like, wins like that or when people are jumping on a trampoline and then they dump dunk a basketball. Or, like, what are the other wins that people have? Oh, I guess, like, no, like bike uh, riding? Yeah, or 
like doing triple flips or you know there's all kinds Ugh, of wins like you know parkour. like or somebody tight roping across two buildings or oh, that's gonna be you know there's out. tons of wins like that's what win compilations are that's what compilation is it's all those different things put are together. you mansplaining right now <laughs> uh, well i feel like i have to <laughs> well uh, well, I, uh I feel like I you're kind of asking me to all right, I'm going to go with win. What do you go with? I'm going to go with win because... Really? All the reasons that you said, but also because I like the way they make me feel. Oh, that's cute. I like the way they make me feel. Fail ones, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like totally enjoying your pain, but I don't get a good feeling afterwards. I'm like, like oh, man, that was, that was rough watching that. <laughs> I like watching wins because it's inspiring. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, wow, that was amazing. What can I do? Like you know, awesome like, pole yeah. vaulting or like... Sure, sure gymnastics any of the above. Yeah. yeah oh so good so good well we would love to hear what you would rather we talk about it every single week over in our after hours community after hours <laughs> that makes me laugh every time <laughs> oh my god so over in after hours it's our facebook group you can get there very easily just by going to the joyjunkie.com slash club it redirects you right over there and we talk about this on Monday mornings. It's kind of hilarious. People have to explain their reasoning why. And it's do they all, mansplain though? Most of them do not need to mansplain. They don't need to mansplain. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I'm not gonna fit in at all. <laughs> we would love to hear from you and hear your explanation. We also have like warm fuzzy Wednesdays. There's a whole vault of freebies and fun stuff over there i do a live q a session every single thursday affectionately termed q and slay where i sound off on anything that you've had come up for you over the week and it's just a really beautiful awesome supportive network and mr smith pops in a lot not on q and slay no but you you pop in in the on the would you rather on the would you rather Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you're dying to know what Mr. Smith's real first name is, <laughs> that's reason enough for you to Reason come enough to join After Hours. So, thejoyjunkie.com slash club. <laughs> and, yes, we will see you there. So, let's, let's talk about how to manifest shit, shall let's, we? Let's get into the secret. All right. So, let's talk about the steps. For manifestation. So this is, again, a blueprint, and there's five key components to manifesting something that you desire in your world. So the first step is declaration, deciding exactly what it is that you want to manifest and being very, very specific about it. Like, didn't we were we were reading in a financial book that we're reading right now. And somebody had talked about they really wanted to go to Athens. Mm, yeah. And so they said, I want – that was their declaration. I have this goal. <laughs> I want right. to go to Athens. Well, as the universe kind of uh, moved and altered in order to bring this to fruition, she ended up getting a free trip to Athens. Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was funny. Right? And I've seen another quote floating around Facebook that's like, I always knew I wanted to be somebody. I guess I needed to be a little more specific. (laughs) Because we already are somebody, right? So it's exactly what I'm talking about here with quantifiable specifics. So as detailed as you can possibly get, do that. If there's anything that could be misconstrued or altered in any way and deliver something different to you, make sure that you've got that really, really nailed down. 
This part is really pivotal because it is the definition of what you want. And I know that that sounds really rudimentary, but how many times have we looked at a relationship or a job or even money and said, you're not enough, Mm. but we don't say, here's what is enough. Right. Here's what I do want in a relationship. Here's what I do want in friendships. Here's the amount of money I do want to crystallize. Yeah. We just constantly refer to that category in our world as not being enough. That's like goal setting 101. Detailed goals. That's exactly right. Like the smart goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind Mm -hmm. of formulaic approach. Right. So this part is being very, very specific. So I've mentioned before that I went through this exact same process in manifesting friendships in my world. And I'm going to link in the show notes page to the, the friendship pod that I did. But this is exactly the process that I went through, but I was very specific about these are the types of people that I want to manifest in my world. And I've had a handful of clients that we've done, gone through a similar process that I like to call the soulmate factory exercise. And I've seen a handful of people actually manifest their soulmates through specificity, being really, really clear instead of what we normally do, which is just take on projects in relationships. Like, oh, you know, that sounds good. Or, oh, I'm being too picky. Or, oh, I think I'm asking too much. And so you just fucking settle. So this idea is that we're getting very clear to the universe. This is what I want to attract. It's like putting your order in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Energetically. So there's a couple of ways that you can go about this. But this is what I really want you to understand is that this is about a way of being. So you cannot say, I want new friendships and then constantly have things around you that are in direct opposition to what you're trying to manifest. And we're going to talk about a couple of ways to do that. But one of the first things is to be sure that around you is evidence of your declaration. So what I mean by that is, again, you have to have this worksheet so you can get things out on paper and say, this is what I want to manifest. There is a a very real scientific thing that happens with our brain wiring when we take pen to paper and crystallize something outside of our head. It becomes far more potent and powerful. It's really true. That's also why vision boards are helpful. So mm-hmm. you could also create... Part of your declaration could be like, let's say it is something around starting your own company, creating a vision board that's related only to that one specific desire that you want to manifest. And you might pepper the entire board with things that are the specifics of what you are trying to manifest or the components that you know you want to exist inside that new career or components you know you want to exist inside that new relationship with somebody or new friendships. So I think you could also do it. It could be very advantageous to have a vision board that's very specific to this one particular thing you're trying to call into existence. Interesting. Okay. All right. Another thing that you can do is have passwords screensavers, your email address, things that you see and plug in consciously every single day, which is again while you why you're going to get a couple additional freebies with your worksheet this week that are visual stimulants every single day 
So passwords, like I do whatever my current financial goal is for whatever project I happen to be working on, my password is usually associated with that financial goal. Nice. You can do that in tons of different arenas, but also programming in little alarms on your phone. That's usually a very easy way to pop up something that you want to focus on or something that you're you're taking action on. So just keep in mind that we need to inundate your world with a new perspective about what you are going after. Because if you say things like, I really want to attract a new soulmate, but then you spend all your time talking shit to yourself about how you're not worthy, you have, let's say your password is something like always alone. Or, Uh, you know, something like that that is not empowering or your email address is something like that. And then you spend time with your coworkers colluding about how love is elusive and never you're never going to find it. It doesn't matter what you're declarating or declaring rather declarating doesn't matter what you're (laughs) declaring because you have trumped that particular declaration with all of this other external energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So just be careful of all of those that stimuli. Are is your passwords, is your screensavers on your phone, on your computers, is all of that stuff congruent with the things that you want to produce in your world? So that's the first step. Declaration and being very, very specific. Second piece is eliminating and scaling down on the things that are cluttering your world. This is essentially cleaning out the clutter. So I want to tell you a short anecdote about this. I remember hearing a woman talk about being an interior designer. And she walks into this couple's house and she starts seeing all of these various things that need changing in order to create this new decor. And so she sees this god-awful chair. And she tells the couple, the first thing you have got to do is you have got to get rid of this fucking chair. It is hideous. It's an eyesore. you got to get rid of it. And so the couple says, but if we get rid of this chair, what are we going to sit on? And she says, the sooner that you get rid of this chair, the sooner you will figure out what you are going to sit on. Right. Because when you keep the chair in there, it's a crutch. It's clutter. It makes it so you don't have to invest in a much more comfortable chair or a more gorgeous chair or something that's more conducive to what you want. We just go, oh my God, I don't know how I would ever have that. So better hold on to this clutter. It's the same shit we do with relationships. And so instead of deciding, hey, enough is enough, I need to break up or I need to move on, we look at that chair and we go, hmm. Maybe if I move it to this corner of the room, or maybe if I put a throw pillow here, maybe if I put a cover over it. And so we try to polish turd. (laughs) This is like going, well, I don't know what other job I would do, so let me just die miserable at this particular workplace. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you need to get a divorce or you need to quit your job in order to manifest. What I'm saying is you need to acknowledge that that is clutter and start taking steps to eliminating that piece from your world. So I, and I recently had a client who contacted me and said, I finally got rid of the chair. I finally got rid of the chair. And I was so excited for her because once she had this idea in her head of now I want to manifest this specific thing in my world, she had to make a plan to get rid of the chair. So you can do the same thing. So you can go, 
okay, the chair in my world is these negative toxic friendships that I've had since college, let's say. So it might not be cutting them off cold turkey, but the plan might be, okay, let me move the chair a little closer to the door. And then maybe let me take that chair and get at least get it outside the house. And then let me take that chair and get it to the dumpster. Or maybe let me have a donation company come and pick it up. So that process of moving the chair is like scaling down. So in a friendship really uh, category, that might look like starting to decline invites from these people every time they ask you to come out and you know every time you do, you feel like shit. Mm -hmm. That might be the baby step in getting rid of that chair. In your relationship, it could be, okay, I know that this as it stands is not the sort of relationship that's going to be healthy for me long-term. I don't see us being, I can't do this for five more years. I can't do this for two more years. So your baby step of getting rid of that chair might be an ultimatum. Might be saying, here's the things that need to change. It might be upping your communication. It might be op- opting to go to therapy. It might be reading a couple's book together. But it's about looking at what are the action steps I can change in order to start creating what I do want in my world instead of just taking it for what it is. Because what yeah. does what does not happen, and this is what we're always hoping, is that magically we're going to get this gorgeous job offer, and then we can safely transition from this job we hate into this magical new career. Or I'm just going to hang out and waste my time in this relationship, just hoping I will magically meet my Prince Charming or Princess Charming, and they will sweep me off my feet. You're saying it takes work. I'm saying that you cannot say, universe, this is what I want, and then stay stuck hosting all of these other things in your world takes action. that are in direct opposition to what you're saying you want. Right. And But the action here is usually in what you're tolerating. It's the clutter that you're allowing. Mm-hmm. So it's saying, I want all of these amazing friendships, but then still choosing to go out with that one friend who always talks mad shit on her body, talks shit about everybody else, makes you feel horrible. You need to stop going out with that person. That's the action. Right. So That's that's exactly right. A lot of times the action is saying no, is distancing, scaling down. Well, I'm also including action is not a physical action, but a mental action. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you you have to mentally make an action plan. That's right. Now, there are some people who operate really well with, I need to just take the fucking chair out. Right. And they know that that's their catalyst. So I've had a handful of friends who know if they don't just fucking quit their job, they'll never make an action. They'll there's, never find out what the new chair is going to be. Well, I think also there's um, there's variables and variations in there. Like sure. people might be really good at, you know, eliminating one thing and then very bad at eliminating other pieces. Or they might that's be right. very organized in their business, but very disorganized in their personal life. Yeah. Right. So um, knowing yourself in that way also helps with making these action plans or taking these steps, knowing what you're good at and what you're not. And how you thrive, like what's what's comfortable for you. So in it, for example, like I said, I tend to be way more like, okay, let's move the chair a little closer to the door. Let's move the chair outside the house. Let I like systems and steps. I'm not a cold turkey person. Yeah, I am not. 
I'm a wean off sort of person, (laughs) but I know how I operate. So when I transitioned from makeup artistry into running my own practice, I didn't quit cold turkey. I created a plan. I called it my exit strategy. Mm -hmm. And I I worked the plan. And that was my action to move that chair closer and closer to the door so that you can free up energy and space for this gorgeous new item. So that's what's happening is it's a massive impairment to your frequency because you're still hosting Mm -hmm. things in your world that you don't like, that you don't love. And that makes everything harder. It makes it harder to speak kindly to yourself. It makes it harder for you to go after things. Like how hard is it to find your passion and your thrill when you're working a job you fucking hate nonstop? Yeah. Now, that does not necessarily mean, like I said, that your action step is to quit. It could be to not volunteer for any additional things at your workplace that you tend to do out of guilt and do as bare minimum as possible. It could mean delegation. It could mean coming home and starting to research furthering your education. It could mean having phone calls with people who run their own business because it's something that you're interested in. It's taking action to further you in the direction of getting rid of that chair. Yeah. So that brings me to our third piece, which is taking inspired action. Now, the reason why it's important to take inspired action is because any of, us, any of us can take just plain old action. The difference about expired, inspired action is that it's actually something that lights you up. This is an energetic thing. It's about doing things that feel good. Okay. So if you go back and listen to the Friendship Manifestation Pod, which again will be linked in the show notes, I talk about a handful of things that I came up with that I could do that was in my power to start manifesting these new friendships that I was looking for. Now, I could have decided, okay, you know what I could do? I could join a hiking club. Well, anyone who fucking knows me knows I do not like hiking. I fucking (laughs) hate it. So that, for instance, would not be, it's a piece of action I could take to maybe make friends, but it's not inspired action because the idea of going to a hiking club makes me want to pull my teeth out. So you need to be sure that whatever you're saying, like, oh, here's what I could do, that it's something that sounds exciting for you. If you want to get involved in dating again, but online dating seems like a nightmare, then that's not your inspired action. It means, okay, what are my other alternatives? What are other things I could do? Maybe it is a friend of yours who happens to have a gorgeous brother that you've always kind of been interested in. And maybe you make a little comment. You have to look at the things that you would feel excited about doing. When I was manifesting these friendships in my world too, I had decided, okay, you know what I could do? I could go join a gym. And at the time, I was very heavily involved in a very specific type of fitness, and it had kind of its own culture to it. And I thought, okay, if I go join the gym and I'm around all of these people that I have a lot in common with, maybe I could strike up a cool relationship there. Sure. Yeah. That ended up not yielding any results, but it didn't matter because the energetic 
scientific the action you disclaimer took. that exactly. I was throwing out to the universe was, hey, I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm taking action. I'm not just letting it all come to me because that's not how it happens. So as it relates, and you're going to see this all on your worksheet because you want to have this as detailed as possible. So after you've declared what it is that you want, after you've already looked at here's the ways in which I need to eliminate or scale down on the clutter that is impairing manifesting what I want, then you need to get really clear on all of the things you can do, your specific inspired action steps. So I want you to make a list of all of the things you can do. And this is a this is messaging. So this is not about okay, I'm going to start online dating and it must create a result. It's not about the destination at all because we are so consumed with the how Like, how am I going to get a soulmate? How am I going to get these new friendships? Mm -hmm. How am I going to get this new job that we only take action that's based off of no risk, no faith? Interesting. So this is not about seeing the end result. This is about all this is, all the action step is, is I'm doing my part. It's an energetic message to the universe to say, I'm ready to receive, and I'm not resting on my laurels, and I'm getting out there and doing things. You will most likely receive your request in a totally different way, in a totally different way than what you were trying to do. Oh, sure, sure. So, for example, when I was working on manifesting these friendships, I got into tons of action. I joined that gym. I went and introduced myself to neighbors, new neighbors who were, you know, kind of my age. And I thought, ooh, maybe we could hang out. I went to a spiritual center by my house. Like, I really did get into a lot of action. But none of those things really yielded a brand new friendship or a result. However, the universe was conspiring to offer me what I wanted because it saw that I was ready and that I was taking action, not only by doing things that lit me up and made me excited, but also by eliminating all of the things in my life that were cluttered, that were in direct opposition to what I wanted to produce in my life. So at that same time, my mom ran into a really great friend of mine from my childhood. That's right. We rekindled a relationship and got connected. But I was also open to receiving that because I had already really crystallized what I wanted to receive. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about this at the time, but I ended up going back through my coaching program as an assistant to the course. I didn't even think I was thinking about that way more on a career path sort of category. I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking at all about manifesting friendships. Lo and behold, Andrea Owen, who you guys have heard on the pod, who's my business partner, my very best friend, happened to also be assisting those classes. And we have a really funny story about, you know, it, at the closing kind of ceremony of the the coaching certification, I'm bawling my eyes out telling her like, I've been manifesting you. I've been manifesting <laughs> you. And she was just like, oh my God, those bitches cry. And so we have this really hysteri- hysterical story about how emotional I am compared to how a little bit more stoic she is typically. And as many of you know, that is a really thriving, rich relationship. 
it came to me not because I forced it into existence, but because I said, hey, I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to be attached to the how, even though that's challenging. Yeah. You want to see that there's going to be a result. But it was more like, I'm going to do things that bring me joy. I'm going to do things that are inspired and exciting, excited. So all of those things that you put on your action list of things that you want to do should be things that you find enjoyment in whether or not they yield the result of what you're trying to manifest. It is messaging. That's it. It's so interesting. I tell clients this too, but on a physical level, right? When they come to me and they're like not feeling healthy or not feeling their best, and they're kind of stuck in this, I have this syndrome or I have this injury, and they're stuck in that cycle. Yes. So you have to do things that break that. Because yes. you have to be ready to heal. That's right. Your body's not just going to heal on its own. It might band-aid and patch up, but you're never really going to heal. And that thing is going to come back and come back and come back. Especially if you're identifying with it. If you're identifying with it. Exactly. You cement that reality. Right. So I try to get people to uh, look at the outside picture a little bit more or get some more awareness of things that do feel good in their body. And then they start to get away from the neuronic pathways of this hurts. This is a problem. I hurt here. But, you know, like you build those pathways. That's exactly right. And we're going to talk about that in, in under the fifth point, too, about how you speak and how you talk to yourself and others, how you identify, yeah. will cement your current state of affairs. It will cement whatever you are identifying. So- Back again to inspired action, I have developed a quote that I use all the time, and it is, the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do. So if you are saying, I want all these new friendships, yet you are cluttering your life with all of these people who bring you down or who are toxic or who are obligatory, or if you are saying, I really want to manifest this new career, but you're, you keep saying yes to all these stupid work projects that you don't want to do and you actually do have a choice in. And you're stuck into this whole mindset of like, I don't have a choice, but you really do. And you're not taking any sort of action to further yourself or gather information about a new career, new skill set. The universe is like, what do you want me to do, dude? Yeah. It cannot play a bigger game until you do. That is why declaration is only one step of it. Because just saying what you want does not help you eliminate and it does not get you into action. Those are two other major pieces to this formula. So the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do. So again, fueling that declaration piece that I was talking about at the beginning I've created screensavers for you that will fit on various different sizes of screen, whether it's your laptop or a mobile device or an iPad sort of device that says this quote in a really gorgeous way, of course, the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do, so that you have this visual cue, this reminder throughout all of your day, not just you listen to this and decide what you want. That's not going to be enough. You will not get it. Yeah. Period. 
So when you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 194 and you get your entire worksheet to help you go through this, you will also get all of those screensavers so that you can use them in your various different environments. Perfect. Wow. Right? Pretty cool. The fourth step is to receive. And this is usually the most challenging in the form of relationships where all of a sudden somebody's treating you well and you repel it. You sabotage it. You go, this can't possibly be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to be ready to receive. So when you do have this amazing friendship manifest and they actually ask you some vulnerable questions that are kind of deep and you go, unsafe, you need to stop and receive. It's kind of like what you were saying about these people who come to see you swear they want to be healed. Swear they want to feel good in their body. Swear they want to like get past all of these ailments, yet they are holding on so deeply and they are so attached. Or they're unwilling to do the exercises or the habit changes that come with the body work. They just expect the body work to fix it. That's right. So you have to be willing to receive the new reality. Like you have to be coupled now. If you want a relationship... You have to receive somebody being in your world. You don't get to identify with being a pessimistic single person who's never going to find love. You now have to embrace the new reality. That's a vulnerable spot too. It is vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So the piece of the receiving that you really have to look at is, are you holding up like a big stop sign in front of things that you're actually desiring? Like, are you asking for more rich friendships, yet there's some awesome people reaching out to you and you're scared of the vulnerability, so you decline their invites? That's you arresting that manifestation process. So be really, really clear. Are there capabilities for me to receive? I've had to learn this a little bit with uh, finances and gifts and when somebody buys me a really awesome gift or when they take me to dinner to actually allow it. Yeah, I'm the same way. And to receive it and go, oh, I want generous people in my world. I want these incredible things in my world. So all I have to do is receive them. I think we're asked to be givers, but in order to give, someone has to receive. So if people are asking to give to you and you don't receive, they cannot give. That's right. (laughs) And it's really frustrating. Like if you've ever given, even given somebody a compliment and they dismiss it and they're just like, oh God, no. Oh God, no. Oh, I look horrible today. Or no, I didn't do a good job on that. So I just say thank you. It's so frustrating being the giver. Yeah. It's like, could you just fucking receive that nicety? (laughs) Like what? What? So anyway. All right. So be prepared to receive and not repel what it is you are trying to manifest. Yes. And then the final step, which is kind of what, what we were talking about a bit earlier, is throughout this entire process, no matter how long it takes, and how long it takes is directly related to how much action you're willing to get into, period. Mm-hmm. And how slow your process is, how fast it is, how how much you're going to crystallize or manifest has everything to do with how fast you are at doing all of these steps. And again, take your time if you want to take your time. But if you're getting all impatient and you're not doing this stuff, it's like people who you work with. It's like, you're not doing your exercises. Of course, you're not going to feel better. Right. Right. 
people that I work with. And I'm like, are you doing, are you, are you speaking kindly to yourself? No, I forget. Like, well, then no wonder you don't feel better. Like you have to do the things that are going to evoke change. That's right. So that final fifth step is to have positive self-talk throughout this entire process, no matter how long it takes you. So that again is making sure that you're not saying in 5% of your life, I really want to manifest this new soulmate, let's say. And then throughout 95% of the rest of your life, you are stalking your ex's Facebook page or staying in communication with them when it's not healthy or when it's toxic for you, uh, colluding with other people about how love is not in the cards for you, choosing to scroll through Facebook and look at how everybody else is fucking happy. You are inundating yourself with the opposite message. And then you're te- and all of that stuff is fodder to start telling yourself, I suck, I'm not lovable, I'm too damaged, I'm not worthy enough. So all of those elements, your declaration, your self-talk, your action have to be congruent. Yeah. So it's like saying, um, you know, gosh, I love hip hop. I love hip hop so much. But you keep your station turned on country and wonder why you're not like getting turned. <laughs> right? It's because you refuse to change the dial, dude. You have to keep that dial congruent in all of these areas of your life. So I will link to I've done a couple of podcasts specifically about positive self-talk and and how to how to do that and how to really combat your inner critic. So I'll I'll send you a couple of links again in the show notes page. So I'm really hoping that this is helpful. Declaration, deciding what it is that you want, eliminating and scaling down on the clutter that is in your world, getting into inspired action, being prepared to receive and not repel, and then finally making sure that all of your self-talk throughout this process is congruent with what you're trying to manifest. And again, this is not, oh, that's a nice idea why I'm working out. If you really want to crystallize things. You need to write this shit down. You need to have it in your personal space. You need to see it every damn day. Mm-hmm. All of my clients and students will tell you. I tell them all the time, this is the regroup. When we talk, this is the regroup. This is the regrounding. This is setting that the plans in motion. But the coaching, the transformation is what you do throughout the rest of the week. That's right. Has enough, It's the implementation of what I've given you. That's exactly right. And I say the same thing physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is your call. And you always have the power. You always have the power to decide if you're going to implement or not. Anything else you wanted to add, babe? Uh, no, I've just been kind of drinking all in. And it's good stuff, right? I'm getting ready to turn my life around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm really hoping this has been helpful for you. And we will see you around these parts next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.